Hello, 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 good day, and welcome to another episode of After School History. I am, as always, your genial host, Anthony J. Eschettino. And, well, let's be honest, there's really not much else to talk about right now other than uh, the coronavirus, other than this global pandemic, which has been afflicting the entire world. And I am here to talk to you today to reassure you. And to reassure you because uh, I do believe that that's what we need right now. What we need more than anything else is a voice of reason. And unfortunately, in the United States of America, we are not getting that at all. Uh, And in many uh, parts of the world, wherever you are, uh, my heart bleeds out for many different countries that are suffering terribly because of this uh, pandemic. Uh, I I feel for you, my Italian brothers and sisters out there. uh, I, I, you know, I weep for the fact that you know this is this is killing off hundreds and thousands of people uh, and we'll continue to do so because unfortunately we have some terrible advice being given uh, by the people that are supposed to be in charge if i were in charge you wouldn't be getting this terrible advice but sadly i'm not uh you know it it, it makes me feel really that i'm <laughs> It makes me feel bad that I've not run for the presidency right now in uh, 2020 in the United States. Uh, I know I've talked about it before. Those of you who know me know that I've I've wanted to, you know, uh, move into the public sphere even more. Uh, but what's going on right now is a perfect storm of bad advice, bad leadership, and just overall, uh, a tremendous sense of, you know, that, that, that we're, we, we don't know what's going on. The markets don't know what's going on. That's why the stock market in the United States has been plummeting. And that's why all of the other, you know, markets around the world have been uh, falling. Um, and they've been falling, you know, not because the, the economy is collapsing, which you know is a questionable issue in and of itself, but because people don't feel that there's a real leadership, you know, one of the things that I always talk about with history when I I teach my students is that when you have leadership, when you have individuals throughout history, you know, the, to to make the quote, you know, comes the moment, comes the man, okay or women, for that case, um, what you need is you need leadership. You need an individual to take charge and to be like, listen, I know that things are scary. Times are scary right now. But I am here. I am with you. And I will bring you through this. And no matter how bad things go, uh, if you have the belief that there is someone at the helm, you'll be all right. I mean, one only has to look, uh, you know, back as far as, you know, Franklin Delano Roosevelt in the 1930s, you know, the Great Depression, okay? 
you know, what what did FDR say? You know, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself, okay? Now, you know, I could have a debate with some of them, and some of my friends would argue with me right now uh, about his policies, you know, with, with the Depression, about what he enacted in the United States. But the bottom line is that the single most important thing was that when Roosevelt spoke to the American people with his fireside chats, he gave a sense that, listen, it's bad. No one's discounting that. But we're going to get through this together. And you can make the arguments with me if you want, and, and I invite people to do so, you know, to come up and, you know, in, in the, uh, the the comments section for my podcast to be like, well, you know, his, his policies, you know, were, uh, you know, terrible. The, the New Deal, you know, was a bad uh, proposition. Socialism never works in this country. Okay, fine. Make the argument. But at the end of the day, you know what? People believed him and people were willing to struggle through things because they, they felt that they had a leadership which was going to guide them to the the right path. And if you look through that historically, you know, every time there has been a, a terrible event in history, you've had leaders take their their place. You've had them give individuals. I was just rereading uh, 1984, <laughs> ironically enough, for these times. But, you know, there's the one point, uh, I, I, I forget what page it is, but where, you know, the two minutes of hate scene, and then, you know, at the, the apex of it, when everyone's screaming and throwing, Julia's screaming and throwing, uh, you know, the, the Newspeak Dictionary at the telescreen, when Goldberg is, you know, Goldstein, I'm sorry, is, you know, is spewing his rants, but then Big Brother's face appears, and what happens? No one even knows, according to Winston. No one can really understand what he's saying. But what he's saying are calming words. Uh, you know, the type of thing which, if I remember correctly, you know, he said, you know, it's, it's like, uh, uh, you know, someone on the, the event of a battle. You know, it it doesn't matter what he's really saying. What matters is that he's saying calming things and the people, you know, believe it. The soldiers in that battle are like, no, 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 we've got someone who's in charge of the situation. And that's really what we're dealing with now. We're dealing with a situation where, unfortunately, in the United States, you're dealing with a government that is trying desperately to convince people that they're in charge of the situation, but no one really believes that. If they did believe that, the economy would not be plummeting. Um, if they did believe that, then then many forces would be in act right now uh, that would be, you know, going against what's happening. And, you know, before anyone tries to come out there and be like, well, it's the liberal media Okay, uh, you know, you can make that argument, sure. But the bottom line is that the media is dependent upon uh, the economy as well. And all of these corporations, they benefit when the economy is doing well. 
So I don't think you can really come out there and say that, well, you know, it's in their best interest for the economy to tank. It's not, okay? It's not. And, you know, there'll be another time, uh, you know, where I really hope that I'm going to be able to get into uh, an issue of <laughs> how, you know, every everything really comes down to economics. You know, that th- the bottom line is that you know, everything really, uh, you know, when, when pared down becomes an issue of, you know, who's making money and how are they making the money? Uh, but that's for another time. Right now, what I'm talking about, though, is the fact that uh, in New Jersey, where I live, we've now been, uh, you know, uh, we've been dealing with a week, a week of no school. Now the governor has declared any gatherings of over uh, you know, 50 people, uh, you know, are forbidden, you know, because uh, the worst case scenarios are showing us that in New Jersey alone, which has a population of you know, eight to nine million, if we don't take this seriously, we could have as many as, uh, I think that the latest that I was reading was 1.3 million infected. And at that rate, you're asking the question, of, well, you know, this is, this is just the flu, this is whatever. Okay, well, you know what? First of all, even at the, the rather generous rate of a 2% mortality that they're giving, which it is quite a bit more than that, I'm afraid, you're still talking about a couple of hundred thousand people dying. And that's in New Jersey. Now, let's talk about other states where you're talking about a potential in the United States of a few million people dying. This is absolutely abhorrent. Nobody wants this to happen. Uh, even those people who are, uh, you know, against the president... Uh, against the Republican Party that's in charge. They don't want this, okay? They don't. But unfortunately, because of the lack of leadership that's being shown on a national level, you know, you are possibly dealing with this. Now, fortunately, many governors have taken charge of their states, which they they have to. They're being commanded by, you know, the state legislatures, and they are restricting movement. Uh, we can hope, we can hope that it won't be that severe. But we don't know. We don't know. And so, you know, what, what I wanted to talk about today really was the issue of leadership. And that's something that I think that you can't place to find a point on. Um, when you have solid leadership in any situation... And this is not just with, you know, a, a, a government. Uh, the, I'm, not, I'm not just, I'm not doing this really just to be, you know, the national government is failing. You're talking about individuals on the level of the state. You're talking about in the economy with companies. When you have individuals that take charge of the situation, they create a calming effect on people. And one of the things that I've always been very big on, and I talked about this in my last podcast, I've talked about the fact that when we have at school, you know, we have drills, we have fire drills. What if there's a fire in the school? 
Well, we have the fire drills, and anyone that, you know, has either been through the schooling system, uh, you know, or, or has children in it right now, or as a teacher, whatever the case, you know that you have these drills. At least once a month, you have a fire drill. And the whole point of the drill is that everyone is encouraged to walk out of the building single file or two by two at calmly, okay? And that's the way it has to go. Because the issue is that if you were to have a real fire, you would have people getting into a state of panic. And in a state of panic, that's when bad things happen, okay? We can see it today with with a lot of the, the places, grocery stores, people going in and, and, you know, buying all of the toilet paper, buying all of the meat, buying all of whatever, but the milk, the eggs... They're, they're in a panic mode. Why? Because that's what naturally happens to people. People are, by their very nature, you know, they, they look out for self-preservation. This is the nature of the beast, okay? This is evolution at its most hardcore. We look out for ourselves. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. We should look out for ourselves, Okay. I mean, at the end of the day, what is it, you know, take care of number one. But at the same time, the reason we go through these drills is because we want to have people react in a sane manner. Because the problem is that when people go into a panic mode, that's when bad things happen. So, for example, at a school, okay, where I teach, the doors going outwards... The doors leading from within the building to outside of the building, they open outwards. But the doors that go from, let's say, the second story of the building, they open inwards. So if you have 100, 200 kids that are, you know, all of a sudden there's smoke, Let's say it's not a drill. Let's say it's a real fire. There's smoke, okay, filling the hallways. If these children panic, they'll rush the doors. If they rush the doors, they will block the doors. And in blocking the doors, that's where the real problem becomes. Because now all of a sudden, you have people that are trying to get out that can't get out. You have trampling. You have people that are trying to get over one another. It, it, when you read about these histories of the past, and in my, my uh, Instagram account, After School History, which you should all follow, you know, I've talked about the, the you know, Lakeview fire, school fire, where all of the children were, were piled up against the doors that opened inwards, okay? Uh, and even the ones that open outwards, you got a pile of people, no one can get out. That's where the deaths occur. When, when any of these terrible events happen, the panic is what causes the majority of deaths, not simply the event, not the fire, okay? And so that's the problem today. When you have leadership, then you have people being like, listen, stay calm. We're going to get through this. We're going to be all right. I'm going to help you. 
And that's what we need right now more than anything else. What we need is a voice of leadership. We need leadership across the country and across the world. We need voices saying, listen, it, you know, it, it is a terrible event, okay? It's a pandemic. It's possible hundreds of thousands or millions of people are going to die. This might happen. And it's not happening because we're, we're failing to do things. It's happening because this is the nature of the beast, Okay, Now, can we stop this? Can we take steps to prevent more people dying? Yes, we can. But these steps are not being taken, unfortunately, in many places. Things are being ignored. Norms are being eroded. And that's why what we have to do is we have to look for the people that will guide us in these uncertain times. Now, here in New Jersey, schools are closed, events are being shut down. We've unfortunately had a, a couple of situations where, um, you know, there have been some wedding celebrations and people have had ma- major gatherings and they've been shut down by the police, which, by the way, exposes the police to the potential that these people might give them the illness which you know, is, is, is terrible. I mean, these people have families of their own. Either they didn't have any families, they're individuals who have as much a right to life as anyone else. But because people ignore this, because people act stupidly, they expose them to danger. What we need is we need people to remain calm. We need people to listen to leadership. And we need people to behave properly. Now, um, unfortunately, as I said, you have a lot of people that don't listen to this, um, that go out and do their own thing and say, you know, this is, this is nothing big, you know, this is just the flu, it's whatever. No, well, you know, again, you're not just potentially injuring yourself, you're potentially exposing many other people to this illness. And that's why you can't go ahead and do this. And that's why the government has an obligation to shut this down and to stop this. And we can get into this debate about, you know, the the rights of the government over the rights of individuals. But when it becomes a situation where all of our top medical officials are saying, listen, this this is not a joke, okay? This is not just something that's going to go away in a matter of days or weeks. This is something that is months, months that we could be dealing with uh, an outbreak here. Well, then we need to take heed of that and we need to listen to them. And so right here in New Jersey, like I've said, you know, we're we're closed down. Um, You know, as a teacher, they've said that schools are closed indefinitely. We don't know when we'll be going back. Um, you know, we have, uh, myself in Elizabeth, we've got, um, spring break ends after the 20th of April. So there's talk, well, okay, well, that'll be the earliest possible date, but we don't know, you know, we're, we're taking our cues from those people, uh, those administrators who know better than we do about, you know, how badly this pandemic is spreading 
Um, maybe we'll go back. Maybe we won't. We don't know. But, you know, what I can say is that at a time like this, what's really needed is the ability of people to listen to those who are in charge. And those of you who know me will know, first and foremost, that I am very anti-authoritarian. Um, I, <laughs> I, I, was, I was absolutely hammered after 9-11. Um, those of you uh, outside of the United States, maybe, you know, you might not, the, the date, uh, the, the attack on the Twin Towers... Um, and then afterwards, we passed, we created the Department of Homeland Security. Uh, we passed the Patriot Act. I was against this. Um, I was against it for the following reason. That I did not believe that the rights that we were surrendering, that the ability, giving the government the ability to uh, intrude on our personal lives was something that would, number one, once you give any rights away to the government, you never get them back. It's like taxes, you know. <laughs> I always joke around with my friends, and I talk about the fact in New Jersey, when they established the New Jersey Turnpike, and they said, oh no, well the tolls, we're only going to have the tolls for a few years. And then after we've paid off the costs of, you know, getting the turnpike going, and we're going to get rid of it. Well, here we are, 70 years later, I still pay the tolls every single time I drive on the New Jersey Turnpike, wherever I'm going, okay? Because once you give anything to the government, you are never going to get it back. And that rings true on rights, okay? Once you give any rights away to the government, once you give away your right to privacy, your right to any kind of securities, you're never getting it back, okay? You're never getting it back. It just doesn't happen. And so I was against these things because I said, well, you know, listen, 9-11 was a terrible event, and it was, and you'll never catch me saying it wasn't a terrible event. But the real question is, well, what, what types of rights are we giving away? In the effort, well, the government has to protect us. Okay. You know, I mean, it, it was attributed to Benjamin Franklin and then uh, quoted by um, the late Ronald Reagan. You know, those who would prefer uh, security over freedoms will end up getting neither of them. And I truly feel that way. You can't, you can't give things up Okay, you you have to remain in a state where yes, you know things are bad, but not nearly as bad as they would be if we're able to you know simply give things up to the government. And so, at the end of the day, I I think my my plea would be to remain calm and for everybody to simply um you go about your daily business, okay. And we have to, we have to have some sense right now. For example, um, in in many countries, you know, some sense of uh, the 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 word of the day is um, what is it? Self isolation, you know, social distancing. I think that's the actual word. Yes, we do, but that won't always be the case. 
For now, we have to. But I don't think that we have to give away the fact that, you know, eventually this won't be the case. We won't, we won't have to do this at a certain point. So my main thing right now, if I'm talking to any of you who are dealing with isolating yourselves in the United States or out of the United States, because we're, we're not in this alone, I would say, yes, you know what? Do what needs to be done for right now. Listen to the government for right now. But don't, don't for a moment give in if the government says things like, well, then we need to pay, you know, pass new legislation that says blah, blah, blah. No, we don't. We don't need to. Okay? We need to do what we need to do right now. But in the future, we won't need to. And, and if you give anything up right now, you know, you're, you're basically giving away, you know, certain freedoms that we hold sacrosanct, that w- w- we rely on, you know, with our relationship with the government. So do listen, okay? Especially to those voices, you know, who are actually speaking uh, properly, and I would say, fortunately, we have many people in the United States, many leaders that are, are taking control. You know, Governor Cuomo of New York is, uh, without question, uh, one of my favorites. You know, he's doing what needs to be done. Governor Murphy of New Jersey is doing what needs to be done. They're providing real leadership on a local level, but it's real leadership. And they're the people that, you know, are telling you, listen, we need to do this. They're not saying it's going to be forever, but they're saying for right now, that's what needs to be listened to. So please listen to people. Don't go out and do stupid things. Don't gather in large parties. Do what needs be done for now. Um, I hope... That in the near future, I'll be speaking to you about things. We'll be able to go back to talking about, uh, you know, the more entertaining things of life. Sports, you know, uh, you know and, and, and the, the everyday uh, events that go with people. But for right now, we need to pay attention. We need to heed to voices of clarity and again, you know, unfortunately, and I apologize, I apologize to all of you, um, I, I should have run for the presidency. Um, you know, maybe 2024, it's not that far off, I will do so. But for right now, I implore you, like I've said before, listen to those voices of clarity in this moment of, of, of trial and tribulation. tribulation. Be smart. And be safe. As always, I have my, uh, you know, Instagram account, After School History. Please go ahead, follow it, watch it every day. I'll be putting something up new today. Um, and and for any of you who have people who are, you know, maybe listening to the wrong sources uh, for news, uh, tell tell them to give me a listen. Um, it's not that long. A half an hour out of their day, and and hopefully they will uh, they will come about and follow things. So until then, I wish all of you the best. 
I hope you are safe, and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.